0: Good afternoon and good evening, guys. Welcome back to the NRL Fantasy Discord team list Tuesday for Round 19. I'm joined tonight by a couple of others. Uh, I've got Paulie. How are you doing, Paulie? Good, Tim. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, It's starting to get down to the, the busy end of the season, isn't it, Paulie?
1: The days getting longer.
0: You'd know it today. We all the rain down here, but uh, the days are getting longer and the finals are getting closer, hey? especially the finals. Mm-hmm. Yes, all those head-to-head finals are just just around the corner. G'day, Scotty. How are you doing, mate?
2: G'day, legend. How are you? I'm good, mate.
0: Very good. Oh, that's good to hear, mate. How were our cricket trials on the weekend?
2: Oh yeah, mate. Didn't hit them very well, so. But um yeah they're definitely happening. Not gonna be
0: rolling up for Sydney Thunder this top this year?
2: No, 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 not at all. Nowhere near that at the moment. So no chance that'll happen. Oh,
0: that's good. And g'day, Nick, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad. How are you going? Yeah, pretty good, mate. All right. Um well let's jump straight into the Thursday night game with Parramatta and the Broncos. And for Parramatta, um Ryan Madison is the big one returning from his rib injury at lock, and that moves Maratha near Chore into the interchange. Uh, Bryce Cartwright is another one that is on the reserves. He might push in in front of someone like a Jake Arthur. As for the Broncos, three out of the four Origin boys are back, uh, returning with Kurt Capewell, Patrick Carrigan, and Corey Oates returning to the side. Um, Cobo is still out with a head knock. Payne Haas also returns. It'll be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, Jake Turpin is in the in the nine jersey with Billy Walters out nursing a injury for the next couple of weeks. Corey Pay comes onto the interchange. Um, some of those guys like Kobe Hetherington, Tom Flegler, and Keenan Palacia have moved back to the interchange. Um, everybody's favorite cash cow, Zach Hosking is in the reserves and Tamari Martin is also in the reserves. All right. So let's start with the Parramatta side and Ryan, Ryan Madison, Scotty. Now for some people they've held him, kept waiting and waiting and waiting. What should they expect from Ryan Madison this week?
2: Oh, big game, mate! I think I think he'll get a sixty-plus in terms of fantasy. I think, yeah, the Broncos aren't too strong up the middle, so I dare say he'll get a lot of offloads like he usually does and tackle breaks and whatnot. It wouldn't surprise me if he went over the stri- over the stripe and got a meat pie. Um, I know Lukey yep. has held him this this long-awaited return, so hopefully he smashes out a big score for Luki, sixty-five plus for him.
0: Yeah, that would be really good. And the other one, other big one in that uh, Eels side, Paulie, is Papali. Where do we think, how do we think Papali goes this week? Is he another one of those good captaincy options again?
1: Yeah, Yeah, him and Maddow should both do really, really well. I feel like even though the Broncos have a good chance of competing and even winning this game, I think it's, it's going to be enough fantasy points in it for those Eels players because as Scotty said, they're they're a little bit weak, the Broncos uh defensively. And I think that um the Eels, I don't I think they'll be able to expose them like the Cowboys did a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Nick, you talked up Sean Lane a couple of weeks ago. Now, Sean Lane actually has had a really, really good run of scores. Um apart from that thirty-eight two weeks ago, which if he had scored that try, it would have been up around the 50 anyway. So, Sean Lane, for people who was one that you suggested a while back that people should have jumped on, um, he's looking like a, a good scorer to finish off the season, isn't he? Yeah, he's
3: he's a big pod, so you're wanting to go for a pod play, you could get him in. He'll average 50 for the rest of the season. Nice.
0: All right. Um... Scott, is there anyone else in that Parramatta side you really want to talk about? Or are the kind of guys like Penasini and things like that that probably
2: should have jumped off? Yeah, well, if if you're holding Penasini, he's definitely a trade out. Um, I know a fair few people have Moses and Brown. Um, They're probably a hold now. I think Moses is a good backup half on your interchange, so you might as well just hold him now for the long haul. Um, Yeah, you'll get a, a 30 here and there, but then you'll get his... Sixty or seventies. I think. I think, like Paulie said, this will be a big fantasy game. I'm pretty sure. So, for both sides. So, yeah, I'd yeah. hold all plays in these two teams.
0: Apart from your Panasini? Yeah. You yeah. Exactly. Right. Yep. This week?
2: Well, he could all be right. in f- in for a big one, but um, yeah, I probably wouldn't be holding him.
0: Yeah. All right. So on the Broncos side, the biggest thing, probably the biggest thing we need to talk about, is Payne Hats. Now, Paul, you held Payne-Hass throughout these last few weeks. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he's still going to be nursing that injury or do you reckon he's going to be at full fitness this week?
1: Yeah, I'm still pretty nervous. I, I just think because he's just because he's been made, doesn't mean he's going to play. You mentioned Zach Hosking earlier. He's been really, really good. And the bench looks a lot stronger than it has been, obviously with a lot of players coming back. So they could easily mm-hmm. move Hosking to the bench uh, as a bit of an edge forward back on the bench and um, start one of those other guys who have been starting anyway in front of Haas and give him one more. Yeah. So it'd be interesting, especially the first game of the round. I feel like Haas, to be honest, is probably um, the
0: best 50-50 to play, I'd imagine. Yeah. Do you think then, because I know we were also talking about, and uh, you got, you and Luke, you mentioned it today on your show about picking him up. Um, do you think, Paulie, then you're better off waiting a week in terms of picking up Payne-Hass?
1: Yeah, that's what everyone will be doing that, that sold him with yeah. the hope of buying him a couple of hundred caps. But I'll just be keeping a close eye on him. And once he has that first breakout big game, that's when he'll become the, the trade-in for, I think, for everyone.
0: Yeah. Good evening, Roscoe. How are you doing, mate?
4: Good. Thanks, Timmy.
0: That's good. Anyway, the other side of Payne-Hass coming back into the team... Is Patrick Carrigan? Do you do you think Haas coming into the team affects Patrick Carrigan negatively, or do you think it's we kind of see go back to before Origin where Carrigan was was at stage of scoring better than Haas.
4: Uh I think Carrigan's on a bit of a roll, right? He's um, I don't think I don't think so. I think Carrigan steals points all year. To be honest, I think he's such a good player and he's so busy, he's hungry, and he's the one who's not injured. Per se, so I don't know. I I just can't see Carrigan dropping off, but I could be easily wrong. But um, I think Haas been so cheap. Like, when has he ever been six seventy? So I don't know. I think there's plenty on offer for Haas as well. Yeah,
0: Scotty, is there anyone else there in that Bronco side that you can see kind of jumping out? I know Palacia. A few people jump on Palacia. The fact he's in the 17 is probably a good sign. Um, he might end up with a 30 or something like that. Is there anyone really else? I guess Ezra remember is someone we need to talk about.
2: Yeah, I was going to mention Ezra. Um, look, personally, I'm selling him this week for cash down to get bigger bigger fish. Um, look, he's still got a break even at 28. He may hit that, but he is coming up against IPAP this week. So... It is a really tough matchup for the young fella. So wouldn't surprise me if he gets one of, has one of his 30 games. So um yeah, look I am selling him. I know a lot of other people are selling him to to Booth or something like that. So you know, he's a, he's he's a good cash down, Just, you know, it'd be worth cashing him down to get another gun I think this week.
0: Yeah. And, Nick, what should people do with someone like people that picked up Zach Hosking? What should they do with Hosking? Because he's in a really tricky position with the Broncos playing a lot of Thursday night, Friday night games, that he can't really be an effective looper.
3: Yeah, it's kind of rough because he's not really made enough money to sell yet, but also he plays a lot of early games, so you can't really loop him. I think he might play the last game, so you could hold him if you – Wanted back up for that last game, but I don't know how many more games he gets this year. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. All right. Um, moving on to the Dragons and Seagulls. And as for the Dragons, um, Empire moves into the centres and Jaden Sullivan moves onto the interchange. Tarek Sims also joins the interchange and Aaron Woods drops back to the reserves. Um, we see this week, once again, that Jack Bird's named at that lock position. Um, so that's something interesting to keep an eye on. As for Manly, Jake Traboyevich is out with COVID, so Tafal Simply is named in the 13. Um, and everybody else is pretty much as per program with Taniella Paseka joining the interchange. Um, well, let's start with the dragon side, Roscoe. It people look like they're going to do some good scores. Jack Birds, one that's had a couple of good scores in a row. Be excited about him. Um, yeah, I mean,
4: yes and no. I know that he's definitely got the potential. Um, I don't think it's a very good matchup this week, is it? Um. And will he stay in the middle, boys? Like, that's the thing. Uh, his name there. What do we reckon? Yep.
1: It's, what it's you a boy, speech, uh, there's a lot of guys that play big minutes, like McGuire. And the fact that now they've put Sullivan there means that McCulloch's going to, you know, eat in. Like, he'll have to come off early. Like, I don't know. It feels It feels like someone's got to miss out on Minutes there, yeah. So i would be very nervous. Hold with any dragons, guys. I own at the moment.
0: So yeah, you're looking at. Um, I
4: know, like, yeah.
0: No, you guys are sorry. Say, mate, yeah, you're looking no. at someone like Jack Bird, Paulie, is potentially having a 50 minute sort of game, which which then some of the effect is scoring. Is that where you were kind of hitting Roscoe?
4: Um. Yeah, and I know. Like at the start of the season, we looked at the Dragons and we said, "Oh, geez, they've got a pretty, good, pretty good run home." Um, but now I've changed my tune a little bit. Um, regarding Dragons, and I've, I've gone a little bit cold on them. So I'm not really chasing anyone from the Dragons. I know that I was looking at Ben Hunt, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think there's better money to be spent elsewhere. Uh, could you agree with that? Well,
0: yeah, absolutely, especially when you look at the price of someone like an Adam Dewey at the moment compared to Ben Hunt. Um, you're looking at Ben Hunt for 613 and for about 50, 60-odd K cheaper, you can get your, Jack, um, your Adam Dewey. So I, I do see a little bit more value in someone like an Adam Dewey. It, and it's really hard with Ben Hunt because we saw in Origin what he can do. Um, It's just whether the Dragons are going to get those sort of opportunities. They haven't really shown that they're going to get on the front foot too many occasions this year unless they're playing the Bunnies. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Ramsey is one, though, I guess, Scotty. I know a few people picked him up in that in that uh, buy period. where do, What should people be doing with Ramsey? Should they be looking to try and upgrade him? Or is those couple of 40s and 50s just keep, means he keeps making some good cash? What's his
2: break-even? Let's have a look. His break-even's 19. Um, look, man, he, he he's still got a bit more money to make. But if you're going to upgrade him to someone, I think now's the perfect time. You, you, look, at this stage of the season, you're all about getting guns. So if you're going to upgrade into a gun, wing the fullback, by all means do it, I reckon, even if he does have a little bit more money to make. I upgraded Edric to yeah. t- Teddy last week and, you know, it was a really good move. I know Edric had 30 extra K to make and I knew Teddy could lose some money, but it got me an extra 28 points. So now's definitely the time to start upgrading yeah. those type of players for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of gun wing fullbacks, it would be hard for us to not talk about someone like Ruben Garrick. Paulie, he, he had another good score last week. Is he in that category of gun wing fullback for this year? I think if you own him, you're really happy because he
1: probably even a couple of weeks ago, you're probably looking to trade him out, you know. But now there's no need. Man, they're playing too well with their structure, their systems, like the fact that DC and four are such. Um, you know, and thought, prescient halves, shall we say. They just they're just able to see the game fast you know, faster and further away than most halves. Just allows players like Gary, yep. Kohler. even Jason Saab can have a big fantasy game and he doesn't really do anything, you know. So it's uh it's all on the back of their seven and six. Just to can't kind of even get on, hardly on the park because of how well D C and four are playing and um yeah, Gary, if
0: we've got him, we just keep holding him. Yeah, absolutely. And you did touch on Cherry Evans there, Paulie. Um, Cherry Evans is looking like a absolute must-have, I think, in that sort of situation with, with um, Nathan Cleary. If you can have Cleary and DCE as your starting halves, looks like an absolute gold mine. If you don't have him yet, you've just got to move heaven and earth to get him this week. He's the, he's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Nick... Someone like uh, Akula, he's probably worth holding in your team. Would you agree?
3: Yeah, I think so. He's he's done a bunch the past couple of weeks and got some good scores. So I think just keep riding on him until,
0: until otherwise. Yeah. And, Ross, um, you, in the chat down below, you mentioned Ola Kawatu. Sure I did. Um... He's in... He's in beast mode
4: lately. I just don't think he's getting spoken about enough. Like, I've had him... and I picked up Oller and Garrick in round 10, I think it was, but he's not really in discussion, is he? But he just keeps on performing. I I mean, he's going to have to play 80 this week with um, Jake missing out, so... And, yeah, I know that Paulie just mentioned Shushta, but, um, yeah, going that who's who's going to play the big minutes and surely he gets an uptick right
0: well yeah we almost want Schuster to keep playing a small role so that he's a really good price to pick up next year when he's a starting five-eighth.
4: that's right that's right so i don't know that might um that might stop this week that that cash fall so wait and see i'm paraphrasing on uh, what a, a certain manly fan said but um yeah i I'd be um, wary of where are those minutes
0: are going this week. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, Scotty, is there anyone else that, that you feel we should chat about that I probably haven't given the time to?
2: Uh, no, mate, not many people in the Dragons side. I um, mean, I think we've discussed everyone mainly. Yeah, I think we're all sweet.
0: Cool. All right. Uh, probably, I probably do need to touch on the fact that Andrew Davey actually got a 50. Um, unfortunately, for most of us, we jumped off him already. But if you have happened to hold on to Andrew Davey, I'm sure you are happy to have got a 50 out of him last week. All right, moving on to Knights versus the Roosters. We have uh, Heimel Hunt making his playing his first game this year on the wing. Um, Edric Lee is named, although he picked up a bit of an injury. Tyson Frizzell is named, even though he picked up an injury during the game. Kurt Mann has also moved onto the bench. Uh, Dom Young is listed in the reserves as he tries to overcome a rib injury. And, but as you've seen with people like Ryan Madison, rib injuries can be a lot longer. Um... As for the Roosters, Joey Manu moves back to the centres with Billy Smith out with an ACL. Uh, Luke Keery comes in at 5'8". Matt Ward starts at prop alongside Jared Warrior Hargraves. Uh, Nat Butcher is named in the second row with Satili Tupanua out long-term with an ACL. Um, On the bench is Connor Watson, Egan Butcher, Drew Hutchinson and Terrell May. Um, so let's start with the Knights, uh, Caelan Ponga. Now coming off the back of that great, great fantasy score and great game for Queensland. He backed it up with another good score last round. Scotty, where do you see Caelan Ponga fitting into that wing fullback conversation at the moment, especially with guys like Matrell and Dewey, all that similar sort of prices?
2: No thank you. No thank you. I've had a gutful <laughs> of him. Fair Inca, eh? I had him three weeks ago. Got rid of him. There is no chance I'm bringing him back in. He got a 50 with a try and a, a like 30 metre try. So, let's be honest. If he doesn't get that try, he's back down to 36 or something. So, yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Not at this time of the year. He can't. He's so unreliable. I know they've got an easier run home, but he's just too unreliable. Like now our season's done. He's just going to go missing.
4: It's a pretty tough matchup yep. this week for him too, I'd imagine. Yep. Oh,
0: oh, hidden at what? Absolutely it is. It is. You'd have to think so. Mm. feels very much like a James Tedesco going ballistic sort of game, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. The other one, probably another one there that we need to talk about is David Klimmer. So David Klimmer keeps putting out good scores. It's just, He just gets a little bit aggro, doesn't he, old Clem? It'd be nice if he didn't get that 10 in the bin every now and again.
2: Yeah, he's good.
0: Um, If if you've got him, he's a a good one to hold. And you reckon he could also be worth picking up, Scotty?
2: Yeah, I think so, mate. He plays 60, 65 minutes every week. You know, he's got that offloading ability. Like I said, other than this week, we've got a pretty easy run home. Um, So... You know, he's, he's always reliable and always has a go, so he's good to watch.
0: And what about Mitch Barnett, um, Roscoe? I know a few people picked him up and they were so happy last round when he got that 74, but he's backed it up with a 35 this week. Is that just what people are going to get from Mitch Barnett for the rest of the season and they kind of have to just stick it out? Or, or is it now that his role's kind of changed that we're looking at a different Mitch Barnett?
4: Oh, you'd have, yeah. I mean, Barney's always been sort of like that certain player where he can go big and cool off the next week. But Scotty, you'd have to answer that one in regards to his positional and his the role he'll be playing. Um, do you see many upside points in him where he's positioned at the moment?
2: I don't like him anymore, than nah. that. Man on man yeah. on the bench, like man's going to be playing at least forty minutes. Like where does Barnett, yeah. Where does yeah, Barney fit into start. that? Clemmer plays sixty.
1: Those minutes they're very tough. Yeah. To out the nights at the moment, maybe Man doesn't end up playing, but yeah, you're really struggling yeah. to figure out a lot. Even Clemmer might lose minutes. You know, we won't know till it happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. All right. Um, and Edric Lee still there? He's still turn, churning out some some. Little scores, make a little bit of cash, but it's time to jump off Edric Lee. Uh moving on to the Rooster side. Now, Nick. Joey Manu. What should what's our recommendation for Joey Manu this week?
3: Oh, I wouldn't blow up your team to get him like I think he'll just get a fifty this week, maybe a fifty five, but if he stayed at five eight, he'd be basically a must have, but I think you don't have him now, and it's hard to get him in, unless you can do it with the cash. Then I think just avoid him.
0: Yeah, the the really tricky part with Joe Bono is we saw it last week when he was in that five eighth. Is that when he gets when he gets his hands on the ball more often, he's a very very influential player in the game. Mm-hmm. So, guys, do we see a situation where the Roosters try and play him as a second five eighth or as a second fullback? Just to get him involved in the game a lot more. I don't think so. Just think Honestly, he'll just man. kind of stay in
1: that centre sort of position. He drives from dummy half. I feel like, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know. Scotty might have a different. I
4: yeah. I don't. I, think re-
2: I reckon I, he'll roam a bit, but look, I think him going to the centres is bloody great for Teddy. To be fair, it's awesome because Manu's a hog, That's so.
1: That's why I reckon he'll go. That's
4: why I reckon Robbo's like, no, nah, he's going to be back. To the yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, I I, Robbo's not the type of player to just blow up his team just so Manu can yeah. roam. Like, he's too structured and, yeah, I, I can't see it happening. Roosters have got to win, so uh, I Manu. can't see him, yeah. Manu has had this type of
2: ro- roaming role before and he hasn't really roamed as much as everyone thought he would, so... Yep. You know, look, he's going to be great in the centre. He's going to be getting good ball. So, you know, I, I think it's a massive uptick for Teddy with Keery in
0: his side, to be fair. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you touched on James Tedesco. Now, this just smells like a Tedesco match, doesn't it? It's it just where he's going to go. Huge score. A little bit of a get some revenge back against Caitlin Ponga sort of thing after that origin. It just smells of Tedesco going well. Yeah, he'd be
2: one of the top three trade targets this week if you didn't have him, I reckon. I think, yeah, he's in for a big one this week.
0: Where does he fit in that possible captaincy discussion? Too risky? Yeah, I personally... really think he's
2: a chance? Nah, nah, I personally wouldn't do it with wing fullbacks. They're too up and down. Um, But... In saying that, it's one of those weeks where, you know, you I wouldn't say no to it, but I I I wouldn't. It's too risky at this stage.
3: Yeah, yeah I captained him last week and with two tries only getting six hits, not the best. So I won't do it. Cool. All
0: right. Um now, Roscoe, over the last few weeks we've kind of been saying sell Nat Butcher, sell Nat Butcher and then Satili Tuknula does his ACL. Yeah. It's almost like we feel like saying buy Nat Butcher now. Oh hey,
4: whoa, 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 settle it down. Um no, if you've got him you don't you don't you don't sell him that's for sure. Um yeah, I'm yeah, I'm excited to see how he goes. Um Edges are, are been a tricky position this year, so if you've still got him, you're probably cheering. Um, I'm excited to see Angus as well um, now that Kiri's yeah. back. So I think he should get some decent ball. And, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see both of those score some big points this weekend. Um, I, know, I
0: know Paulie Victor played 80 minutes last week. And that was with the injuries and stuff in game. But I look at that bench and I go, there's not really anyone else in that forward rotation. I don't know Terrell May, but he normally plays about 20, maybe 25 minutes. Could we see a situation where Victor Adley ends up playing some big minutes over the back end of the season again? That's a good question. I still got him at the
1: 60-minute mark. But you're right, like maybe some scenario where he gets 80. you got to remember Matt Lodge is a big-minute player. So I just wonder if if Lodge will just soak up Takiaho's minutes. If Taki is normally the big-minute guy, Collins not as much. So, yeah, yeah it would be interesting. Egan Butcher might get a few more minutes as well because in games where players have got hurt, he's played
0: some significant minutes as well. Well, you'd have to think that Nat Butcher's the one that moves into that that middle rotation now and Egan's the one that comes onto the edge.
1: No, I don't think so. so. I, don't, I don't think so. I think no? that will...
0: Egan will just be a part of that middle rotation. Yeah, I think so.
1: That's what I think is going to happen. I could be wrong, but that that's how I judge No, that. that's,
0: that's cool. All right. Um, anyone else there we need to talk about in either of those two games?
3: I was liking Sam Verrill's last week, but I think the injuries costed him a little because he got 80 minutes and got a score of 50, so if he keeps getting that 80 minutes, which I don't think he will, he would be a great cheap hooker to have for cover.
0: I can't see him keeping that 80 minutes though, yeah. Just especially with that bench makeup with Connor Watson and Drew Hutchinson on that bench, and you have a look in the reserves,
3: yeah.
0: there's re- really only white that can come into that team that's a middle to replace someone like a Drew Hutchinson, so it it probably means that at some point, Verils is going to have to have a spell. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move to the Raiders and the Warriors game. Uh, Albert Hoppawati, one-time gun from like five years ago, is still there, and he's in on the wing. Um, Elliot Whitehead returns to the second row with Corey Haraway and Naira moving back to the interchange. Um, Nick Kotrick also returns on the wing. As for the Warriors, they have tried to do the crazy stuff and they've picked Chanel Harris Deveter at fullback, they've picked Dijan Arcee at 5'8, they've picked Reese Walsh on the bench. Um, guys like Elias, Alessa, Alessa Katoa are on the reserves, Falkman's on the reserves. um Wantonay Zalesniak is also on the wing for the Warriors. All right, let's talk quickly about the Raiders. Um, the big ones to talk about are uh, Adam Elliott, Hudson Young, and Joseph Tarponay. Um, Roscoe, those three, Elliott, Young, Tarponay, all buyers, or, or are you just happy that you've got them?
4: Very luxury. I mean uh, Elliot, most people would have him um from when they when he was a lot cheaper. Um Hudson Young, that's Scotty's boy. Um, yeah, that's that's a luxury that if you can bring him someone like a pod in, um, yeah, big smoke and Joe would be the one that I'd be targeting. But yeah, Hudson Young's not a bad shout, but how could Smoke and Joe? He's so good.
0: Oh. He's one that I look at, and I just—I think every time I see his name, I think of Lukey, and I think how how well <laughs> he did to get him in at the time. Because I just look at his price now and go, "I just—I can't do it. I can't pay the money." But he's going. So it's like well. every
4: time he gets the ball. Every time he gets the ball, he's making like ten meters, or he's getting an offload. It's just yeah. so good.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, Scotty. Would you agree with that? that
2: those guys are in some way or other. They're all kind of pickups, if you can get any of them in. Yeah, absolutely. I think H- them yeah, Tarpano is a pick-up, if anyone's got the coin to do it. Hudson Young, you know, he's a pod player. He got 39 on the weekend, but that was against a Storm. Very quick game. Like, they've got some easy games coming up. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he, he'll score yep. quite well. And then, yeah, Elliot... We don't really need to say much on here, music gun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Paulie, is there anyone else that we probably should be looking at in that Raiders side that we're not really talking about?
1: Uh, I think just people that own, like Xavier Savage. we've just got to say, give a bit of weight to that. Um, and, you know, I think everyone else has moved on from the other Raiders players. We mentioned Elliot. Oh, I'm not
0: sure if we already mentioned him, but he seems to be a keeper. Adam. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely seems to be a keeper. Um, and moving over to the Warriors side, there's not really anyone worth talking about unless their name's Tohu Harris or Ewan Aiken. Um, Unfortunately for owners, Nick, Volkman's not named. Um, which is quite tricky. Are you a Volkman owner?
3: Yeah, I am. It's pretty rough. I know a couple of people who got him in around 17, planning that he would play the, yep. the year after that. So it's really unlucky for them.
0: So it's not too bad. There's a couple of games before this one, so he does become an automatic looper this week. But, oh, it's just painful because yeah. he's also... Also at a really tricky price it's not it's not great to upgrade it's not and it's not the easiest one to downgrade so yeah it's such such a tricky position guys what would what would your suggestions be for for Volkman owners? I think you' just got to leave him on your
3: emergency and hope he gets his position back.
4: would you agree with that roscoe? Yeah, what else can you do? I mean, um yeah, uh, he's been playing cup football and he's absolutely brain in it. So yeah, it's if he if we know his talent is there. It's just a matter of getting the, the spot back. It's um yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. It's a funny situation he's in. I don't understand what's going on, but um yeah, undeniable that he's a is a gun. Um just need him if you've got him playing.
1: You could move him. You could move him for booth. That's the one thing you could do. It cost you a, tra- a sideways trade, but yeah. Like it's a, it- You don't see him playing again, Polly? Well I'm just saying if if he doesn't play this weekend, i feel pretty
0: nervous. If Assey and Harris Sevilla are ahead of him, I'm a bit nervous. The crazy part with all of this is that Asi Assey was playing in the centers on the weekend in Queensland Cup. Killed it in the centres. Volkman was playing in the halves. Was killing it in the halves. Like it just, it's just, just crazy that they've gone this way. Yeah, and and we just this game's early enough
1: that we can just, let's just not panic until two o'clock. You know, because on Saturday, because I just feel like that's not the team that's running out one to seventeen. Um, so let's just yeah. see, like you said, Tim, with all the issues in their three-quarter line. Massy might move out one. Volkman could come in. What's going on with Chris Walsh? Is he really going to start off the bench? I don't... Yeah. I I feel like that's not a thing. There's, you know, there's now talk that he'll somehow not even play this week and he'll end up the Broncos um, already, like before the season's out, you know? So,
0: so. What have we got? Two weeks before the August 1st deadline for players to switch around. So
1: yeah, I'm, just, I'm just, I wouldn't
0: be shocked if Reese
1: Walsh ends up not playing at all. And then next week he's off to Brisbane.
0: So we've got Nickel Klopstad might be able to leave. Reese Walsh. Um, Tarek Sims is one that they're trying to move. Nathan Brown's one that's trying to move. Uh, so all these sort of guys could be in a new home in the next two weeks.
1: Yeah, I think Nathan Brown's definitely going to happen. Um, you know, Melbourne are in a
0: bit of a disarray, at the moment. so yeah, it could be, could be that could definitely be the case. Reese Walsh could be at the Broncos before August, which changes everything. Yeah, so let's just see before we um, panic on Boltman. Just so. yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, anything yeah. else in either of those teams, guys? No, cool. All right, let's shift down to the Panthers and the Sharks. And for the Panthers, all the Origin players are back. Um, Matt Eisenhurst holds a spot on the interchange. Mitch Kenny holds a spot in the interchange. And everybody else that played last week is either in the reserves or not in the 22 at all. Uh, as for the Sharks, Connor Tracy comes onto the wing with... Siani Katoa out for the rest of the season. Um, Nakora returns to the second row with T. Wilton moving back to the interchange. And Colquhoun also drops back to the reserves. Um, all right. Well, Penrith, the big boys at Penrith, Taylor May, Isaac Targo. Um, we talk about him every week where where we kind of sit are they cells are they they're all upgrades, aren't they now
3: yeah, I think uh I think they're good stepping stones for gun or cash outs
0: yeah um Roscoe, what should toto owners do because most toto owners picked him up about round sixteen he didn't play obviously didn't play seventeen, didn't play eighteen, so you've really got one game out of Toto is he one that you use as a stepping
4: stone or is he good enough to be a keeper? It depends how you want your makeup of your team, right? Like I feel that with Latrell and Dewey coming into the, into the picture, I I would be, I would be very tempted if you had Toa to jump onto one of those lads instead, Um, both goal kicking, of course. So, um yeah huge money on offer if you could use him to go to a um yeah like a Dewey or a Luttrell and then upgrade somewhere else um I, that's very tempted yeah for, for people to do that
0: um is there is, is there anything any Scotty would you agree with that sorry would you agree with going I was a
2: stepping stone. No, I think it's a bit sideways to be honest. I've got Brian. Um, look, I think he'll average 45 from here on out, which is pretty good for a wing fullback at the moment. So, um, yeah, no, I'm gonna hide, I'm gonna hold Brian. I think, I think he'll go all right. Yep, cool. All right,
0: um. The other guys in that Penrith side we've all kind of talked about. Cleary, we've talked about all year, so no surprises here. Uh, Paulie, the big one I want to talk about with you is Yo. He's kind of dropped a little bit in cash. He's getting back to that that reasonable price to buy. Um, What do you reckon? Is Yo a pickup this week? Yeah.
1: I've If you were really trying to be a pod, like have a pod choice, absolutely. I think he's a guy that, would be handy to own in those final few weeks. I think he might score better than like he might get a top ten score in the last three rounds or four rounds. So I think that being in mean, there's no drama. Whether I'm just trying to analyze the numbers as we speak. I'm not sure whether he has the numbers in him in the next two weeks to to say out now. Oh, I'll get him now. Because I feel like like Scott mentioned Tedesco earlier, and I think he's on the money that could be a really good game for Jessica on Friday night. Just could be his night. Like, we've already seen Mitchell put up a 98, DC in an 88. Like, I feel like Teddy's got a 90 in him um, in that game. So I think yeah. I don't see Yo. Like, I just feel that this is the, not the round necessarily to sort of, put Yo in in that role because there's so many good other picks. But, yeah, it's getting closer. It's definitely, it's definitely you're really starting to think about it.
0: So, what would you recommend? I know a lot of people are looking at trying to get Cam Murray. Now, would you go Cam Murray or would you go Yo? Well, I'd be trying to get both because I feel like mids
1: and halves are scoring the best. So, I think you want to own... and talk that you, you probably want to have a couple of mids on your outside of your 13 as well, you know, like 14 and 15 and probably your third half yeah. is... He's also, in that 14 to 17, so that it can be guns if you can afford them all. Um, so yeah, I'd be trying to get both in to be honest. I'd be looking at Murray and DCE, and probably, probably as um, Roscoe said, Dewey. I feel like being a half and goal kicking, he's be good. Well, he's uh, a
0: job position too. He's got that wing fullback too.
1: Yeah, I feel like you could do really well, um, with those
0: guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's shift over to the Sharky side. Now, um, Cookies call. Jesse Ramian's been turning up with a couple of good scores. Uh, Looks like a reasonable bit of a reasonable pickup. Possibly not anymore, though. Like He's had his run of good scores. He might now have a couple more tricky games, um, and that might reduce some of Ramian's scoring. Nico Hines... This is probably not a good matchup for Nico. Uh,
2: Scotty, would you agree? Um, look, I, think, I still think he'll, he'll get his 55, um, but I don't think you'll see his 70s or anything this week. Um, yeah, it is a tougher match-up for sure. Um, yeah, and I think the Penrith boys are going to be pretty hungry after the uh, Origin loss. So, um, yeah, I think the Sharks are in for a pretty tough night, to be fair
0: yeah um, Nick uh someone like a will Kennedy, he's probably going to be someone that's just going to sit in your reserves for the rest of the year in case you end up with injuries. Uh-huh. so for Kennedy owners, that's pretty much it. just sit sitting yeah. in your reserves
3: yeah, yeah. tell them in the emergencies,
0: yeah. And the other one, Roscoe, in that Shark side is Karen McInnes. And he keeps trucking along, keeps making some decent 50 point scores. Yeah. So he's doing all right, too.
4: I think if, if you get in a mid churning out 50s consistently like he is, um, yeah, regardless of where he plays off the bench or starting, I think he's, he's, if he's, his baseline's 50, you'd be happy with that.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Is there anyone else we want to talk about in either the Penrith or Shark side, there, guys?
2: No, mate.
5: No, sweet evening. G'day, Cookie. How are you doing, champ? want to talk about McKenna. Yeah, mate. I want to hear about it. I'm just a bit worried with the Shark's bench this week that he might only get 45 minutes.
2: What are you eating,
4: first of all? I wouldn't be worried, Cookie. I think his 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 points per minute are pretty good, so I don't I wouldn't be concerned. Mm. I'm,
5: just
4: concerned if I'm
2: with
5: I'm with again. Cookie on this
4: one this week. I don't I don't like it against
5: Penrith. Is depends, uh, if,
0: is the bench break up that different to last week? The
5: it's problem is just, that Nakora's back and wilson has gone to the bench. And having your new at well, least minutes will build up a bit from last week because he barely got yeah, it in but, last week. Yeah,
1: but, tol- but as long as Tolman doesn't come in, because you've still got hunting for feeder and play low minutes. But if Tolman came in for feeder, I'd share that. But until
0: that happens, I'm still in the camp. Cool. All right. Definitely something to keep an eye on, though, for, for next week because it could be a really important thing to talk about. All right, Cookie, your boys.
5: Run through the yep. team for me, mate. Well, there's a couple of changes there with Cook and Murray obviously coming back in and um, JD's seen the vibe and he's picked Tane Milne from Stener, and he's giving Jed Cartwright a go there. Uh, and apart from that, it's pretty stock standard, but Moali keeps his spot on the bench. Yeah, yeah. And Moali keeps that spot in front of Saluka Fafida. Um, yeah. So... But- the thing is, Moali and Nikarima won't get many minutes at all. This is why it's going to be so good for Cameron Murray because I think he's going to get 70 minutes. Well,
0: something like the South's win record without Cam Murray is something, something appalling. So you have to imagine that Cam Murray's going to get big minutes because South need to win games. I will.
5: Yeah. So... Have
0: to imagine Murray's going to get
5: big I'm, minutes. I'm, I'm bringing him in this week. My gut says bring him in, so I have to do it.
0: Yeah, no, that's I think that's a fair move. Um The other one that people should be looking at there in that Rabbitohs side is Damien Cook as one of those blue chippers. Um, mm. it, he's he's in that top group. He'll probably finish the year as the top the top hooker. So. If yeah. you can get Cook in, try and get Cook in this week. Um, we talked about Jed Cartwright for the round 17 buy. Cookie. Is he looking like a reasonable little mm. cash out at the moment that's going to keep
5: playing or? Not now that he's moved to centre. Um, I don't think so. Um, but he'll be moved back to the bench when Campbell Graham comes back in a month.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right, and then the big one to talk about for the Rabbitohs, Scotty. We talked about him earlier with um, with some of those other options at wing fullback. Where do you rate Luttrell mm. as a buyer this week?
2: Oh yeah, he's up, he's up there with Teddy, I think, mate. To be honest, like I think he's, uh, like I'm not going to say he's going to go on one of these massive purple patches that Jared Hayne or Ben Barber's gone on, but He's 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 on his way. Like as much as it ha- I hate to say it, it may he's he's looking good. He's popping up in areas that he doesn't usually pop up in. You know, he's. He, but then again, he did look gassed and like, you know, at stages in stages of the game. But because the game slowed down a lot, it helps him so much. So, you know, yeah, I, I think he's a buy. I, I, I honestly think. I hate to say this, but I think South could beat Melbourne this week. I really do. I agree. I don't think
0: I see. Yeah, a bad I just, to
2: say. I, think- I just think Storm are so depleted. Like they got so, like they got no backs. They're screwed. Latrell's just going to run over them. Like, I'm fair dying, Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, I
5: no, think he's a, good, he's a
2: good, it's get. A I think he's a good guy. Smart, right? Yeah,
5: yeah. But the problem is the Melbourne curse. They've beaten us 31 times. We've only beat them five times. I'm always... Missing a
4: lot play of plays though, Cookie. Yeah, I, I wouldn't okay. be I wouldn't be worried about that. I
0: think South do it. Yeah, stats don't
5: matter. It's Underdogs about the um... Underdog's in the betting, so I can play the underdog card. I no, will
0: That's unlike you, Cookie, oh, okay. to play the underdog card.
2: You play it every other week when you're the favourites anyway, so what's the difference? <laughs>
5: so,
0: that does lead us into the Storm team though. Um, now, Pappenhausen has a fractured kneecap, so he's out for the rest of the season. Nick Meaney moves back to fullback. Uh, Tyrone Wishart is named on the wing.
5: and That won't be happening. It'll be Grant Anderson. It's a smokescreen. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly now. what I was
0: about to say. I can't imagine that stays like that with Grant Anderson named on the interchange. As for the rest of the side, they have... Not much left in the tank. They are running on fumes. Um, And and are pushing very hard to get recruits in Tarek Sims and Nathan Brown to join the club before the August 1st deadline. Um, But probably the big one, and we talked about him last week as a pickup, Roscoe, is that Cam Munster?
4: Yep. I don't know
0: if you've heard of him
4: um very very good pick up if you got him last week um mate he was on track to get 100 and something last week but um just didn't have the cattle around him to to help him um, he's almost going to yeah, do
0: everything now
4: isn't he i think so i think so He's a good yeah. he, like if you've if you've got him you definitely hold him you wouldn't be selling him um and yeah like if i could in a in a perfect world i, I would really look at bringing him in um, they just don't have enough trades.
5: Yeah, he always brains it against us every time, and he on that right edge. He could score two tries. This but week. this is
0: a situation where Cameron is going to have to do everything for this Melbourne side now. Why like, is is that Collumatangi side?
5: Issues. Is that Collumatangi side? Yeah, it's it's, it's the Collumatangi Ilias and Collumatangi oh, yeah, side, side, which I just the, don't you rate Collumatangi. Yeah, I do, but I think he's better. I I think his lateral movement gets him out a bit, like, at times. He's he's better. Mm -hmm. He does. I think he'd be much more effective in the middle, but we're short on second rowers. He (laughs)
0: absolutely
5: does. I think he'd be like Um, Takiyaho in the middle. He'd be like a beast.
0: um, The other one is Jerome Hughes, Paulie. Um, (laughs) A few people. Yeah, that's kind of where I was heading. A few people picked him up. He's almost getting to a point where he's an where he's an upgrade because he could have turned out to be a a nice half that you sat on your bench, but he's he just doesn't do enough in the game at the two moment.
1: Disallowed, two disallowed tries he didn't help him any. Should have grounded that ball, you know. Um, yeah, I think cool. we'll pick up with all that. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll just see what happens this week. It's a big game for Melbourne. They've lost three in a row. They're travelling away. They are favourites for now, Um, but as we've seen already on this show, a lot of people aren't keen on them. So I think um, Hughes is going to have to have a really big game. So I just, regardless if they win or lose, I'm sort of hoping he and Munster just pump out some big fantasy scores over the next few weeks as they try to sort of, single or double handedly keep their team in the in the harm.
0: Yeah. Roscoe, do you know what happened the last time Melbourne lost three games in this three games in a row in a season?
4: Oh back in 2015. Um either oh, probably come out and <laughs> probably come out and um scored sixty points or something, did they?
0: Yeah, yeah. They they're it's in terms of it they haven't it's been so long since they've lost four games in a row. So the 2015 when they came out and they absolutely destroyed a team um, that next week, it's just – this is – it's one of those sort of ones that's either – either they're going to get into the grind and and just take all the running out of the game or they're all going to turn up and they're going to blow south off the park. Yeah,
4: be, I think I think this game will be a lot closer than what the scoreboard might predict uh, might say at the end of the game. To,
2: uh, to be yeah. fair, you stop Latrell, you stop the bunnies, really. Like fair, didn't you, so true. Yeah, like that's it, yeah. that's it. Someone's just got to smash Latrell early on, and you'll go missing for the whole game. And I have a feeling it's going to be Felice Cavusci, make it? Yeah, someone. All
0: right. Uh, Cookie, well. What about Harry Graham? I mean, we've covered Harry Graham fairly often. I, I do agree. He's he's a good player. He's yeah. in the top three hookers of the year. If you've,
5: if mm. you've got him,
0: well done. Uh, I don't know if you'd be trying to pick him up unless you've already got Damien Cook. But if you haven't got Damien Cook, I'd be trying to get Damien Cook.
4: Mm. Would you would you say like let's talk mm. about that Cook versus Grant as a pickup? uh Cook right. ten times,
2: ten Cooks. Yeah, I, agree. I I'm, okay, I'm, agree. I'm I'm a bit worried about Grant to be honest. I I was watching him pretty closely on the weekend, and he was limping most of the game. Obviously, that cork's still playing up on him, and mm. that try that was a fifteen point try. So you take that off his sixty two, he's only getting a forty seven. Like, and he limped over the line. He didn't look very good. So, they're going to need him massively like too. As well. Yeah, exactly. yeah see, like I, I, oh, like, I know, like, I know against the tougher sides, I don't think he'll do that well. But then, you know, maybe next week against the Warriors, he'll brain it because you will get like a try, try assist and this and that. But I think you can wait on him a week, to be honest. 54 break even. Look. Ooh. I want to. This is just personally for me.
0: I'm, um, I'm, I'm going to wait on him. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's. I think that's a fair comment because he's, it's it, it definitely not a rush. That's for sure. All right. Well, we are down to the Sunday game of the Dogs and the Titans. So can't wait for this. It should be a high quality match. Um, Declan Casey is in the centres still. He's showing that he's a reasonable player. Uh, Corey Waddell is in the second row um, still for the Dogs. Uh, Josh Addo has been named, although he did pick up an injury and will be a matter of him trying to prove his fitness. And Aaron Shoop is in the reserves as he makes a return. Um from COVID. Uh, Apparently, Matt Dufty's killing it in reserve grade, but I doubt he makes it into the team. As for the Titans, Sosefo Fafita is still on the wing. Uh, Tanner Boyd is still at 5'8", and David Fafita is looking very juicy in the second row. Scotty's boy, Aaron Booth, looks like a bit of a pickup. And... Big scoring, Aaron Clark moves back to the interchange with Tino Fasulmala Ali starting at lock this week. Jaden Campbell is also named on the interchange for the Titans. All right. Um, Dogs, we have Karaz, we have Flanagan. Sorry, not Flanagan, we have Karaz, we have Burton. We have Max King. Anyone else there that we need to talk about? Oh, so oh maybe one. Yeah,
4: I'd say my RFM is um, a yeah. discussion, but um, yeah, Burton against the Titans. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh, pretty keen to see how many points he can put on.
3: Yeah, it looks. I like him. Yeah, I'm honestly thinking of tapping him this week. Ooh. It's probably a little silly, but
4: you know no, what no, the good thing about, about that is Nick. He's
2: not on Fafita's side anymore because Fafita's moved to the left side, so he's up against Firmall. So
3: last week I said I was going to cut Manu, and he got a hundred. So
2: maybe I stick
3: with.
0: Manu. I
2: think I, I think RFM will go well this week. I really do. I think he could back, go back to back fifties.
0: Which we really want. He did. He did really well last week with that fifty coming off the bench. Um, it really helps out a few teams who picked up RFM uh, a couple of weeks ago with him hitting those fifties because he kind of transitions into a. Um, uh, just below keeper level so he's a very handy one to keep in your on your interchange um, Max King Cookie is he he's someone that people need to move on or, or are you happy to see Max he, King in your final 17?
5: He's the one that's going for me to Cameron Murray He's a good stepping so, stone like He's yeah.
3: 630k, so the cash is really handy, but he can definitely
0: be a hold. Cool. Um, Karaz. Scotty, Karaz is a bit of a tricky spot, isn't he? He's somewhere between keeper and stepping stone.
4: Yeah, well,
2: he could pop off this weekend, to be honest. I think it's going to be pretty uh, – actually, where's this played? Is this in the Gold Coast or is this in – Oh, no, it's combat combat. stadium. So we're expecting a little bit of rain for the rest of the week, to be honest. So um, uh, I'd jump off Karazi if you can upgrade him to a Dewey or a, or a Latrell or a Teddy this week. I think that'd be gold.
4: That's I, I agree with that. Yeah, you've got to get
0: off Carreras, I think. Yeah. All right, now, um, Scotty, I'll come switch over to the Titans. I'll come back to you to talk about Aaron Booth, Paulie. The big one I want to talk to you about is David Fafita. Is he a pickup? That's Scotty. That's Scotty's. Yeah, I think Scotty should answer that one. Boy, I just didn't want to have yeah. too much talking. He it seems to he seems to love the Titans at the moment. Dave Fafita, Aaron Booth. Mm,
1: I like Booth. I'm
2: yeah. Still watching for- I like Fifi this week. I really do, but I don't know how to get him in. That's so the only issue.
0: What is it that you're liking about Fafita at the moment, Scotty? Because we all had him at the start of the year. Why mm. is it you want to jump back on it?
2: He got 63 on the weekend. He didn't get a try. He was doing the tough carries out of his own end for once in his life. He's on the left-hand side now, so he's moved over to the strong side of the Titans. Everyone knows he's got a high ceiling and he's a pod. Um, He's got a pretty easy run home, and we all know he's a flat-track bully, so he's going to get a few tries over this next six-week period. I really, really think he's... Going to get a 70 plus this week for some reason, I just yeah, I just feel it like he's just going to get a
4: big score.
0: Yep, fair enough. Like, hey, I, I,
4: I know what you're talking about with like the 70s, but it's what he doesn't do on those hard games that worries me. Like, we know that he can get bloody 25 points in a run, but oh, Jesus, it's, it gives you. Like so much stress watching him if you own him. You're waiting for that run to come and sometimes it doesn't come. He's like bloody live for feeder. Lazy. Mm. Well what well, his floor's what forty, forty-five when you when you
2: look at it. Yeah, probably about probably that. forty-five. And then his break-even's forty-nine, so you're not gonna lose out anything. Just looking at his stats from last week. Um just looking at his run metres, 124 run metres. So, and, you know, he had nine tackle breaks and three offloads, which is a little bit inflated. But, you know, I just oh, I just got a really good feeling about him this week.
4: I think he could go large. I think the side change is the big yeah. one, isn't it? Like, going over to the left is huge. Yeah, and he played...
0: yeah, we talked about
5: this
2: earlier <sniffs> this year, didn't we? Mm. He played schoolboys with Tana ton of boys, so he's got a good relationship with him in the halves. So... Um. Yeah, I th-
5: I'm just. I think he's going to go big. Run, and besides the storm on the run home, and the, besides the Manly game, they've got an easy run.
4: I told you.
0: Well, storm might be an
5: easy. Ever run.
4: since we captained him that week, come off him. But um, he yeah, could be pissing my arm Raiders here.
5: Raiders and they got the last three games are like dragon. Dra- dragons. Dragons, knights,
2: warriors. Jesus. Yeah. And, you, and you, know, you know what the best thing about Fafida is? He's, he's not only doing all these things, but he's actually fighting for his, for his money now because Titans want to offload him now. So he has to fight yeah. for a contract or for his 1.2 mil price tag. He's going to start doing all these little things again and, and start trying to brain it. How much, how much is he is fantasy, 670?
5: 640,
2: that 645. That's very cheap. cheap. Yeah, six forty five. So And the yeah. other thing
0: the other thing to keep consider is that World Cup at the end of the year. Realistically, mm. Fafita should be in that World Cup team if he's playing playing to his potential. So he he's gonna try and put his name up for that World Cup side as well.
5: Were 100K under well let,
0: let's put it this way is he 200K. like a Latrell? Is he like a Lattrell where he could just
2: come into his own and start braining it? I think so. I think he
4: is, 100%. Yeah. But guys, it's pretty amazing that you can get Latrell, David Fafita, and Payne Haas for like $1.8 All of them under It's pretty amazing. Million.
2: Yeah, 100%. And look, look if, you're, if, if you're pretty high up in those ranks, you know, 3000 and up, you know, you've you got to start buying pods as well just to go up the ranks. You know, you can't just sit. You sit pretty and get what everyone else gets. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah.
0: So that's the reasons for Dave and Fido. Now, let's talk about Aaron Booth. Now, Cookie, you're looking at Aaron Booth as a cash-down option.
5: I am. Taylor May or Cooler, and I think I'm going to flip Taylor May to Booth because um, cooler has got the DPP as well, but Manly's run so easy, like compared to other teams. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I need I need the
0: cash to be my upgrade. Uh, now Scotty, you're probably one of the big big pushers of Aaron Booth at the moment. That forty seven last week, is that enough for you to kinda of go Yep, yeah, gotta get him?
2: Yeah, I think I uh, I think I'm with Paulie. I think he's must have cash down option here. Like I like, dummy halves are really hard to come by, but one with a bit of value is even harder to come by, I think. So we heard the presser with Holbrook who said he's going to be building up to 80 minutes. So. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So Holbrook's presser, but obviously going forward, they want Booth as their nine and they want Aaron Clark to be that 14 role. Yeah, he can play a little yeah. bit of dummy half, but that means – he might play in the middle, but then Tino moves to prop at the back end. So, you yeah. know, I think Aaron Clark's going to be start playing that um, Connor Watson role from Newcastle last year where he played that 55 minutes yeah. in the middle, and then Tino will move to prop. Um, and speaking oh, – just listening to Tino after the game, he was really impressed with Booth as well as, like, in their spine. So I think that's the way they'll go moving forward, and he's going to build up to – that 70- to 80-minute roll, a lot of value yeah, there.
5: Yeah, I want, I want him as like an 18th man at the moment, or like an 18th, 19th. Yeah, yeah not a bad sure. yeah. Yeah. Especially
0: and because he made 42 tackles last week. So he made 42 tackles in 60 minutes last week.
2: And looking at um, his Queensland Cup stats, he does score a lot of tries as well. So... You know, there's going to be that, that game where he does score a try and he just goes bananas. So, it, you know, and with their easy run, he could get a couple of tries in the next few matches, you know. So, um, yeah, I think he's one of the best purchasers this week, to be fair.
0: Yeah. Um, the other thing, if you're a TPJ owner, I really feel like this could be a week that TPJ could go to the sin bin or get sent off here. Um He's already going to come into the game a bit fired up. So very likely he tries to target Tino Fusselman, like, are we? And TPJ will be spending time on the sideline. If there was a betting market on TPJ getting suspended this round, it would be pretty high. Um, anyone else in the Titans that we probably should be talking about? Scotty or Paulie? Nah, mate, don't think so. No. Nah. Well, well, let's move to the last game of the round. Um, the Cowboys, they welcome back some of their origin contingent with Valentine Holmes, Murray Talangi, Tom Dearden, uh, Tom Gilbert is still is there again in the second row. Jeremiah Nanai is back. Uh, other big changes, though, is that Luciano Le Lua is named in at prop um, on the bench. Hammer is on the bench with Granville, Tenua Brown, and Neem. Uh, Tom Chester is the one that drops out. The Tigers side, um, Naden is on the wing with Kepeoa in the centres. Um, Dewey is at 5'8", Luke Brooks is at halfback. Oppenheim Hengawi is in the prop rotation. And Jackson Hastings is in the, is at lock. Uh, Justin Malamua is out of the 17 altogether now. And down to the reserve. Tyron Peachy makes his return to the side. Alex Seafarth also makes a return to the side. Um, with David Nofaluma in the reserves for the Tigers. All right, let's start with the Cowboys side. Um, we imagine that they're going to be a pretty good side this week. Um, probably should should do a lot of running. Reese Robson should go quite well. Jason Tomololo looks like one that should go quite well, especially with that bench makeup. Um, but probably the big one to talk about, and Paulie, I think you'll be able to talk to this as well, is Luciano Leilua.
1: Yeah. he's um He's been named in 10, but he'll he'll play on the left edge, I reckon, because Gilbert plays a lot of middle anyway, so it doesn't make sense to have them switch to play different roles. It just makes sense that Gilbert will start. Yep. Off, unless Tanoa Brown ends up starting, which also could happen.
0: Know. Yeah, that's very possible. Luciano is going to be in for a big game, though, isn't he? This is... This is the club that he has had so many problems for him and his brother. He's he can we'll see, I guess. Silly.
1: You might be right, but Peyton, has got a very specific way of playing, and I think if Lolo goes off script, like it's going to work against. Just yeah.
5: um, just Timmy on Tamalolo. I'm a bit concerned, actually, with Carter not far away. I. I don't see him averaging 50 to 55 in the run home. I see him more as averaging. No, I, I see him more as averaging. The predictor's got him at 45 this week. Like, oh, I think between.
4: He's going I bigger think, than that this week, Cookie. Yeah.
5: I I, I don't see him averaging 50 in the run home, put it that you way. You've got to remember Jordan McLean's not going to be in the team in the run home. Mm, so, but won't he be back in three weeks or something?
0: Yeah. So. For the next three weeks, so we're talking, we're talking around twenty-two. Tom Alolo yeah. should have good scores, and then we're three weeks out of the finals. You can't imagine Tom Lolo roll easing easing in
5: in the lead up to the finals. Yeah. I just don't think he's. I think he's going to be a bit below a keeper personally. Yeah, I can
0: see that, and especially with some of those other guys that are around at the moment that are at that keeper level of your Cam Murray's and even a, even to an extent of Hudson Young and Joseph Tarpone, guys like that. I can definitely definitely see
5: people using Tom Malala as a stepping. You step. look at his last two weeks, they're dropping a bit again, fifty-eight and fifty-six. So uh, I
4: I would not I would not be trading out Malala at the moment. Just remember that try cookie takes him up to sixty
0: five.
5: Yeah, I'm considering
0: selling him. It it would be, it'd be a tricky one to sell because you'd have to go to a you'd have to go to a gun, and you'd want something someone mm. that was going to be averaging sixty five on the run home, because yeah. there's every chance.
5: I'm considering, on, I'm considering going. I'm considering going a pub play and selling him to David Fafita.
0: Do you think Fofita would average 65 on the run home, though?
5: Uh, no, but I think he can average 10 more than what Tamalolo will. So I have Tamalolo at around 47. Jesus. I think Fofita can... Fair enough.
0: I I think you'd be looking at a 55 average for Tamalolo
5: on the run home, probably closer to that 60 from here sure. out. Well, he's going to need 70 minutes a week, and I don't see Peyton giving it to him. It's a risky week selling so no, though. I think you've got
1: to
0: see what happens. Yeah. Um, outside of that, um, there's not too much. Nanai keeps doing what he's been doing. So if you still own him, he's probably not a bad one to kind of run through to the end. A bit like that Max King sort of situation. He could be one that could easily upgrade. But once again, you can still hold on to Nanoi. He's not going to be a bad one to have in your final 17, just like Max King. Um, Is there anyone else in the Cowboys side that we really need to touch on?
5: Oh, no, I didn't realise they've got the Tigers. I'll have to... (laughs) 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 Uh, Get
2: with the game plan, Cookie. All right.
5: So that tells you I haven't had much time to look at it, like I've been busy. All <laughs> right,
0: so the big one to talk about for the Tigers, Paulie, is Adam Dewey. He looks like a very good buy.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm just checking out his break even. That's I'm just working out
2: 28.
1: Must buy this week, or if somehow you can wait one more week. Um yeah, eighty-three. He got upgraded again from when I last saw his score. Um it's a tough one because because we've just talked about our DCE must come in and there's a few other guys we are really keen on this round. And uh traveling all the way up there, probably not the best matchup for him. I think he's at pretty good to score a fifty fifty. Um yeah, we could we drain it, but um it might be one where you can just wait one more week if
0: you've got no trade
1: basically. Waiting for these
0: four. Scotty and, and Roscoe, we talked about Adam Dewey a little bit earlier in the same sort of conversation as, as Latrell. Which way would you go? Adam Adam Dewey or Latrell Mitchell? Both. <laughs> oh mate, they're
4: both goal kickers and they're yeah, they're both gonna be scoring big points. So um... Well if you could only get one.
2: Oh, I'd go Dewey. <laughs> Jesus, that's a tough question. That. The only reason I'm getting Adam Dewey is because he's dual position. I like dual position.
5: I can only get one, and I'm going with my heart. I'm getting the troll.
0: So yeah. it would be a flip of the coin, really. It's not like you're not. We can't really see a world where you're losing either way, can we? I just, I just really worry for Latrell getting suspended or something, doing something stupid,
2: like you, like you, like you've seen that yeah, thing with you know, Josh out of a car on the weekend. Like, why, why do you do it? Like, like I, I know, I know it's not, it's not even worthy of a penalty, but like if he, it
5: was worthy of a penalty, Scotty. I thought like a penalty. It's simmering,
2: and- isn't like, it? But, but why do you do it? Like what? Like there's no reason to do it. Like
1: it just. What's he sealing this round? I mean, Melbourne and tradition.
2: Who's this? Latrell. Latrell.
5: I've got a stat for you, Paulie. His last three scores against Melbourne are 63, 84 and 48.
2: Look, to to be honest, Paulie, I reckon your man Jerome Hughes is in trouble this week. You reckon Latrell will go in? Yeah, 100%. I think he'll be running over Hughes all night, to be fair. Um, which is a real bugger for you because Hughes is just dropping off tackles like no tomorrow. So, um,
4: but that said, as well, like what Lukey said and Paulie said today, the Cowboys Tigers is always a high scoring game. So there's mm. plenty on offer for Dewey. I, I think it suits Dewey because the conditions are hotter over there. People are going to be breaking off tackles, and you
2: know if if is on the edge on yeah. that left edge there. Like, he's going to run rings around him, like, because Leilu's going to be gassed. So, you know. I,
1: don't... I, I just wonder if Latrell, you know, we're all a bit nervous because he has good games. Again, he looks like a different player now, but, you
5: know. know mm, well, he's going to have a couple of 30 or lower, like 25s, but he'll get some really big scores in between. Like, you're playing for the average overall if you get in. I understand. Him. I'm just saying if
1: you've got to pick one this week and then one next week, how do you decide?
5: That. Well, I'd look at the break-even. So You'd go Latrell
2: then because his break-even's eight. Yep,
5: that's
0: probably fair.
2: Mm. It's probably, like, to be fair, it's probably the last chance you'll get Latrell in this week. But you can get Dewey in next week. So, if, if you want Dewey. The only reason I'm going Dewey is because he's got that half and wing fullback cover, which I think is going to be really, really handy on the run home because I think there's going to be so much more carnage to come. I think the dual position is going to be a lot, lot so handy. And, and, yeah,
4: I agree. And it's a dry track up in North Queensland,
0: 24 degrees. So,
4: yeah. And and Sunday afternoon.
0: So it's not like it's going to have the evening dew on it or anything. It's going to be a good, good track.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm a bit like Paulie. I think, I think the Tigers show up this game, to be fair. I think, I think, you know, they've got so many different players playing for contracts. They've got, you know, Dewey wasn't happy because he wasn't at six. Hastings doesn't look happy because he's been moved to thirteen. Brooks is well let's let's be honest, that's a shit show. Um, you know, I think I think the Tigers will be up for it. They've got so many young players playing for contracts now.
5: I just I just warn people not to use Madame Miller as a loop in case he's late in and then you get his score of like ten. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah, it's fair. Mm-hmm. That, that's a really fair point. Um because, yeah, that that would be a really, really awful thing to use as a looper. Um, the other one there is Ophaheng
5: What should Ophaheng Gowey arms do? Because I didn't, That's really yeah, I annoying. Told Scotty, I told rotations. Scotty a couple of weeks ago when he was getting keen on, you know, Valenti that this is why I didn't want to touch him because... They could just do all these switcheroos.
2: Yeah, but you've got to look at it as well. He, he missed eight tackles this week. He doesn't usually miss eight tackles, and he didn't have any offloads. So he does usually get a yeah. couple of offloads away. So, you know. He's in the prop rotation now, though. Yeah, but he still gets those minutes. So, you know, one one bad week doesn't make you a bad boy or a bad player. So,
4: like. I think he'll go well up in North Queensland, to be fair.
0: Oh, he should go right. So yeah, were his so... minutes down last week as well. Let's just have a quick look. Yeah, he's and... back to fifty
2: six minutes.
0: Yeah, after playing big seventy minute games and six high sixty games. So Yeah. That could be the only thing is if those minutes are back down to that fifty odd, that could be the only thing.
2: Also missed eight tackles, which he doesn't usually miss. So, you know, <laughs> it's a bit of an outlier week for offer this week, so you know, you, so you'd be you're sticking strong with him. On. Yeah, you got it, I think, yeah. now.
0: Another, another week of that sort of 50-minute 50, 50 game, though, is he looking someone to start looking to move him to a Tarpanae or something like that?
2: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, Paul, is there anyone else that you feel like we should talk about in either of those two teams? I think people are asking a lot of questions about Jackson Hastings, so...
1: I think he's mm. probably just a watch for now, just see what happens. But we might talk about yeah. him more
0: next week. Yeah, I think so. I think especially given what Scotty just said, the the rumours going around that he doesn't want to play 13. He'll do what's right for the team, but he doesn't want to play 13. So who knows? He's killing it there, though. He is killing <laughs> he's, it.
4: he's a bloody good – he's a new age 13, so good. Yeah, correct. Gives yeah. him a lot of options.
1: I wish she'd played there from round one.
0: Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. That looks like it for then for this round, guys. Um. Thanks everybody for joining in. Uh. Final comments, guys. Go, Go Newcastle. New Enjoy <laughs> the games. Enjoy the game. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Have uh, a We'll all be back um, tomorrow night for the uh, Q&A pod. Um, Aside from that, guys, best luck. Good fantasy. Bye.